With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the show. Happy to have you guys with us. Coming to you live from Atlanta here on Radio Row. And, you know... Look, I'm an LSU guy. Always good to catch up with a, a, a guy who went to school right down the road, <coughs> Charles Peanut Tillman, <coughs> the ULL Raging Cajun. How are you, sir? The ULL Raging Cajuns, baby. What's going on? You know, I'm glad you called him ULL because everybody's on this Louisiana kick. So here's the thing. Me. So here's the thing. <laughs> if you were to ever watch me do my Monday night intro or Sunday night intro, uh-huh. I always said the University of Louisiana. True. So I remember that. I just... I don't know. Y'all got more buzz, you know. <laughs> but I love my school. I love the people in Lafayette. I know I what love... they're going for. They're going for, you know, like, and it does make sense, right? I mean, like, Alabama's yeah. just Alabama, and they're going for the name of the state. So we got at Lafayette. We I got know. at Monroe. Monroe. No, just say, man, the University of Louisiana, baby. <laughs> UL. Go Cajuns. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had a, a very long career as a cornerback in, in the NFL and very uh, tremendous career, a multiple-time pro bowler. What do you make of what happened in that NFC Championship game two weeks ago where Nikel Roby Coleman, I mean. I thought it was a tragedy. Um, I'm sad sad for the Saints because I do believe if that call was made, you know, they 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 go down there, they score, they kick a field goal, they win the game. Yeah. Uh, definitely you, 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 you can't miss that call. You right. can't miss that call. I know uh, – Human error is is always in effect, but yeah, you can't you can't miss that call. I, I even said like even if he's looking back at if he just turns around and looks back at the ball and makes contact, I can live with it because he's trying to play the ball. Yeah, but he makes no attempt, no to attempt, make any no good effort, no anything. Yeah, there. yeah, you. There needs to be something set in in play um, with officials for when they make bad calls. Yeah, uh, when we accidentally make contact with the quarterback's face, if you're going this motion, and it's, it's accidental, you still get that fine. Mm-hmm. Um, we get fined 40, 50, 25,000. Something needs to happen to these officials when they get fined as well. I'm not saying they need to lose their job because I'm sure it probably was an accident and the guy did miss it. It's human error. Yeah. But um, there do there should be consequences uh, for their uh, bad eyes. They say, that, I mean, these guys, they have day jobs. They do, like, I think that guy who, who missed the call is a CPA during the day. Yeah. Wouldn't it make sense for all the billions of dollars these owners have to go and make these guys full-time refs and in the offseason maybe they spend time watching film and be, being better at their craft? Like, I, I think so. I, I, I think so. I think uh, the league can definitely afford it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for them going to full-time refs. Although they wouldn't like that, though, because, you know, they – they like to double dip right now. <laughs> well, that's they like to get that CPA money exactly. slash NFL referee money. Well, and the other part of it, too, uh, another topic of, of concern, you know, that would be more money for the NFL. Another one that, that they've been throwing out there is, you know, Sean Payton brought this up a couple weeks back, is expanding the, the day, day of game roster. You know, you have a 53-man roster, but not all those guys that are active on game day. Like, 
wouldn't it make sense to have more guys active? Because this came up week 17 when the Saints were like, well, we want to rest a lot of our starters. Well, Max Unger, a lot of these guys are still playing because somebody's got to play. Like, you can't rest eight, nine guys. So let me ask you this, and I'll look at it, I'll look at it two ways. If Sean Payton and the Saints are, if the New Orleans Saints are um, not having a good season, if they're the Cleveland Browns of the league this year, mm-hmm. Do you still feel that way? Do you still want to expand your team to 53 guys where you want to rest players? Because you know when you're having a losing season, yeah. you want to see what you have and what guys are made of and what guys will quit. Do you still have that same approach? Do you still have that same fire to, to, to rest guys? Or do you still want to play guys toward the end of the season? I just think it gives you – more depth is never a bad thing. Never. Right? I mean, never. Have, I agree. Guys I active, agree. You know. Never a bad thing. I, I, good depth is great. Think you look at Philadelphia. Look at Philadelphia. Uh, with, with with their quarterback situation, they right. have two good quarterbacks. If one goes down, well, you got two starters at quarterback, so you're you're in a good boat either way. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I'm I'm all for it. I just wonder if they weren't having a good season, if they had a losing record, if they were eight and eight or somewhere around there, yeah. would, you, would you still feel that way? How much did, how much did you play special? I mean, because so many guys play special teams. And yeah, position, yeah. You know, I played special teams uh, my entire career, all thirteen years. I yeah. played I, I played special teams. I love special teams. I loved. Uh, you had a pretty good return uh, man in Devin Hester back there too. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the majority of Devin's returns, you will see me out there blocking for that man. <laughs> um, what makes special teams unique? You 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 have to want to be out there. Some guys are like, oh damn, I got to go on this punt. Oh, man, I got to go on this prompt return. You truly have to want to be out there. And the best special teams coach in the business right now is Dave Tobe. Uh, he was with us in Chicago. Now he's in Kansas City. And you got Tariq Hill, like, the best returner in the game today. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something to be said about Dave Tobe. I don't think a lot of people realize that. There is something to be said about this man and how he coaches and how he sees the field, how he game plans. Um, he had Robbie Gold. He had one of the best uh, field goal percentages when, when Dave Tobe was there. Mm-hmm. Like, the man is smart. He knows special teams. Every time I talk about special teams, I try to plug I, I try to plug him or say his name and get his name out there. Dave Tobe is the guy when it comes to special teams in the NFL. Well, it's even harder now, too, with the new kickoff rules and, and all that. I mean, it's like. I don't know. We may get to a point where, you know, they talked even talked about maybe we eliminate the kickoff and all this stuff. I mean, like, you may not even have a special team. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really disappointed in the kickoff. Um, I get why they did it to try to reduce uh, to, to reduce injury. Uh, it's football. Yeah, it's a contact sport. You would only reduce it by so much. At the end of the day. There's going to be contact. There are going to be some injuries, and you really can't get away from that. They really need to look at how they how they protect the damn quarterback. I'm so sick and tired of guys landing on the quarterback accidentally or they get pushed and they, they fall into the quarterback and then they get fined. I've yeah. seen offensive linemen push or trip guys, a defensive player, and he slides or or falls into the quarterback with his hand or something like that, and they found the player, like they, they, they have to figure out something a little better because right now the rules, they benefit the offense tremendously. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing defense, it's like playing with a ball and chain or one hand behind your back. It's not fair at all. Your last year in the league in Carolina, did, did you know that was it going into that last season? Into that season? No, I think I knew that was it when I tore my ACL. Right. 
<laughs> I think I think that was when I I think that was when I knew it was it. I just because some guys know that you know. Okay, this is going to be it. You know what? If we would have won a Super Bowl in 2015 when I was with Carolina, I probably would have walked away. Because that's the I mean that's you're in year 13. I'm I'm not going to necessarily say I was on my last leg, but I was kind of you know injuries and you know father time was starting to kick in. Right. So yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I should have listened to uh, I should have listened to Thomas Davis a little bit more. You know, we <laughs> we had done some. Uh, well, so Thomas Davis, 2014 NFL Man of the Year, right? Um, presented by Nationwide. Um, I won it in 13, and I got to know Thomas Davis really well. And Coach Rivera and I, we had a good relationship when he was a Chicago D coordinator. But Thomas Davis used to always say, "Hey, man, you got to come to Carolina. You got to come to Carolina." Um, win the award in 13, and then I go back in 14 to do some um, nationwide stuff with uh, NFL Man of the Year, and I got to meet Tom, or hung out with, hang out with Thomas some more, and he just, he kept recruiting me, kept recruiting me, and you know what, going to Carolina was one of the best decisions I ever made. Um, love the, I love the Panther Nation, I love that community. Um, it's, it's a smaller market, but it's that down south, southern hospitality, uh, excuse me, Charlotte made me feel like as if I played there for my whole career there. Yeah. They embraced my family, everything, my foundation, uh, the Cornerstone Foundation. Uh, Thomas Davis, he's huge with his uh, philanthropic work that he does down there. And, yeah, man, I I love Charlotte. They Great community, great people, great area, great team. Uh, good fans, great fans. They're yeah. some some really good people. Talk with Charles Peanut Tillman. One more football, and then we'll get to why you're why you're here. Um, Drew Brees, a guy who this might be the window that closed for him, and you know this was their shot. Yeah, uh, he's just turned forty. Uh, you saw, you guys saw him a couple times uh, in the you know, NFC Championship game, right when he got to New Orleans in '06. Uh, came up to Chicago, um, and then of course you know you saw him in Carolina. What do you mean? I mean, is is this it for him? Do you think? Not I mean, at all. Not at all. I know Drew personally. Um, I've talked to Drew. I've worked out with Drew. If anybody who knows Drew knows that this man will not quit, he's got so much fight in him. Uh, I always tease him because he's short, and I always like, man, I don't know how you be trying to look over the pocket, you know, you, you know, receding hairline going back, you looking on your tippy toes trying to throw. Right. But the man just he, – he, he puts the time and energy, and he's got the work ethic like I have never seen a quarterback do. And I look at a Tom Brady, and I don't know Tom as well as I know Drew, but I know Drew going to go as hard as he can as long as he can. We would do workouts, and, you know, you do, you do one station, and then – Drew is, like, sprinting to the next station and the next station. <laughs> now, we're not even racing, but he just wants to run. Wow. He wants to be first. He wants to be in the front. He wants to lead the team in a workout and a superset in drills, whatever it is. He yeah. wants to succeed. And to me, I'm inspired by that because I know the kind of man and work ethic and the time that he puts in. Yeah. It's it's no it's no secret. Uh Quick story, Olin Krutz when he went to New Orleans. So Olin Krutz, hopefully Hall of Fame center Olin Krutz, yeah. um, played with me in Chicago, great center, numerous Pro Bowls. Um, he made all the calls at center. You know, with all the quarterbacks, the carousel of quarterbacks we had in Chicago, Olin made every uh, Olin made every call. He made all the adjustments. So he goes to New Orleans, and 
he's getting ready to you know call out the call out the mic and he's looking at the safety and 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 Drew goes hey 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 man I'm gonna take care of all that I'm gonna make all the the calls I'm gonna call out the safety <laughs> he's like that's my job I'm gonna I'm gonna make every call for you you don't have to say nothing but just snap the ball and block the person in front of you and pick up the blitz that's wow. all you got to do I'm gonna say everything I'll and I remember when Olin told me that he was like yo it's <laughs> Probably the, the smartest. Rex, no offense to Rex Grossman, but that's a little different from Rex But he Grossman. goes, this is the best quarterback I've ever been around. He's like, I've never in my career had a quarterback just do all everything for me. I've always been the guy to make all the calls. I make the adjustments. I do everything. <laughs> I'm looking around. you know. So he was like, it was a treat and it was a privilege for him to play with Drew because yeah. Drew made all those calls. And I know he was only there for a hot minute. But he said it was still nice to to be around a quarterback that made all those calls. Charles Peanut Tillman joining us here. And uh, you were a winner of the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. Um, some really good dudes have won this award uh, throughout yes. their careers. Yes, sir. To you, it's just got to be an honor to be among those names, right? It is. Um, I like what I like what Nationwide has done. You know, they've they've given players um, – They've given players a platform to really to speak to really speak and talk about the charitable work that they do um, off the field. Everyone wants to talk about the the the, the Charles Tillman, the Thomas Davises, the Larry Fitzgeralds. Everyone knows what we do on the field, but I I, I love how Nationwide gives um, those same players. Um, the ability to talk about the things that are near and dear to their heart and what they're passionate about off the field. And I, I, I think they're really putting the spotlight on that because there needs to be more focus. There needs definitely needs to be more focus on that off yeah. the field. Yeah, I mean, I think J.J. Watt won it uh, in 2017. I think that was with Hurricane Harvey and all the money yeah. that he raised for yeah. that. Yeah, he, he did some good stuff. Uh, uh, but – I, I, I look at what he did, and then it's a direct effect of what Julius Peppers, who's a man of the year nominee this year, um, for what for what he's doing um, when they had the Hurricanes up in the Carolinas. Yeah. And, you know, Julius Peppers, he, he raised a ton of money as well to try to get um, some, some funds to those areas of, of that were uh, are hit and affected by, um, by the hurricane. Is that finally it for Peppers? He says he's done. I don't think so. <laughs> Here's the thing, we'll man. Pep can Pep can go. Pep can go. He's he's a that's a, he's a machine. That's he's cr- definitely a machine. It's crazy. Charles Tillman uh, here for the Walter Payton Man of the Year, presented by Nationwide, and you're going to be what comment, commentator on the uh, yeah. Red you carpet. know, I'm, I'm going to do a little red carpet for Nationwide. We're going to talk about um, um, all 32 players. Hopefully, I, I get a chance to talk to every player, every nominee. So this year we're doing something a little different. We have 30 Nationwide has 32. Nominees. We're not doing top three finals. Nationwide has all 32 players from all 32 teams wow. coming to the show, and they're going to give each player a chance and an opportunity to to talk. Hopefully, I can see them. They're going to get a chance and an opportunity to talk about what they do. And the cool thing too, I, I, I will say this: Nationwide, all 32 um, um, nominees will see will receive fifty thousand dollars on top of the winner. Who wins it all? He'll get a quarter million dollars, two fifty. That's awesome, Charles. Can't thank you enough for taking some time, man. And uh, best of luck with what you're doing now. And people can Google it what you're doing now. Yeah, but thanks, man. Appreciate really it. appreciate it. Thanks, sir. All right, brother. Take care. Uh-huh. We'll be back right after this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.